Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Your questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Let's Talk Expansion. And ask me questions if I was confusing, which I very well may be. Um, today is, let me see, look at the clock, still 11 o'clock. So it's Tuesday night, and on Saturday morning, on Saturday morning, the international free agency period begins. So one would think that a normal, logical thinking person would want to talk about the international signing period. But sometimes I get a little bit bent and my thinking gets a little bit skewed and I end up wanting to talk about the wrong thing on the wrong day. And that's the way it ends up going sometimes with me. Um, I want to talk about expansion, not because I expect there will be expansion in the near future, in the particularly near future at least, but I had a question, and when I have a question, and it nags at me, and it gnaws at me, eventually, sometimes I go to the Google machine. The Google machine is fairly good at answering some questions, especially some basic ones. And I wanted to know something about expansion, baseball expansion, and the Google machine was, as often is the case, my friend. So um, I looked up some things on the Google machine and when an expansion draft takes place is kind of important. It's kind of important and I'll get to that in a couple get to that in a couple minutes. Expansion in baseball there wasn't any uh, there were eight national and eight American League teams until 1961, 1962, that's when expansion started to kick in. And there's more expansion in 1969. Well, I'll get to that. Then there was more expansion in the mid to late 70s, and there was more expansion in the 90s, etc., etc., etc. 97 was the last run of expansion, and there hasn't been any expansion since then. But I got to a point where I wanted to find out on which dates the expansion draft was. Now, obviously, an expansion draft is not going to happen in the middle of a season. You're not going to have expansion in, say, mid-June. You're just not going to. That would make no sense whatsoever. It's going to be in the off-season. But that wasn't clear enough for me. It wasn't clear enough for me because, well, I'll get to that. Uh, the offseason in baseball, there are a whole bunch of deadlines in the baseball offseason. And depending upon when in the offseason an expansion draft would happen, there are different deadlines. And the 
the expansion drafts have generally been rather normal and predictable. Well, it, the 1969 draft and the 1992 and the 1997 drafts were basically at about the same time. Not exactly the same day, but at the same time. Um, as you very well may know, very well may remember, during the off-season, there are a couple of different dates that are kind of important. For instance, there is the Rule 5 draft, which is rather important. And I, at some point, I said, yeah, when's, when would be... The expansion draft, based on, would it be before or after the Rule 5 draft? It would kind of make a difference, wouldn't it? A little bit. So uh, I decided, okay, I'm going to look up when the Rule 5 draft is. And as I was thinking about, okay, now you have the Rule 5 draft, which usually happens about eh, December 8th, December 9th, December 10th, somewhere around there, in that general range. Then on December 2nd, as we take a step back, you have the day when players can get non-tendered. That's also a date that's important. November 20th is an important date. That is the date when players are protected for the Rule 5 draft. If you're not protected by November 20th, this year it was November 19th because of the calendar being on a Sunday uh, or a Saturday or whatever it was. Um, if you're not protected by a specific date, you're not eligible or you're uh, eligible for the Rule 5 draft. So I said, I'm going to look this up and see. And then based on when the drafts were, that should probably give me a hint as to where the draft would be now if it were to be held in the next, I don't know, what, two, three, four, five years? Very well might could be one. I, I'm not going to say it couldn't, not going to say it definitely will, but if there is going to be an expansion draft at some point, one would imagine with history as a precedent, probably the expansion draft would occur round about when the expansion drafts used to occur. Seems reasonable to me. I looked up the 1969 expansion draft. That actually took place in 1968, unsurprisingly. And it happened in mid-October, right after the World Series ended. Right after the World Series ended. I think it was October 14th, something like that. And you had the... Uh, Expos and the Padres and the Royals and the Pilots being created out of nothing. And what ends up happening is the expansion teams get to select players from the existing teams. And what ends up happening before that is teams submit their list of these are the players we are protecting. So, for instance, in 1969, the Cubs were allowed to submit 15 names of players they were protecting for the expansion draft. I don't have the list in front of me. I read an article on it back a while ago, not too terribly long ago, 
Uh, Fergie Jenkins, Bill Hands, Randy Hundley, Ernie Banks, Ron Sano, Don Kessinger, Glenn Beckert, the guys you'd basically expect. There were a couple of surprises on there. But um, what would end up happening, here's, your, here's the list of names that we are protecting. Usually the, name, the list ends up being like about 15 names long. And the expansion teams get to select players off of the 40-man roster of the teams. And they can't take anybody that was protected, but they can take anyone else off of the 40-man roster that's available. So um, if the, Cub, uh, the Cubs left, I think Jose Arcia, middle infielder type of guy, um, was the first player selected. And I mean, never really had much of a career, did play a little bit. I think he was a starting second baseman for the Padres, something like that. Uh, early, 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 early. But um, so what ends up happening is you get to select your 15 players, then the teams or team, which is probably how it would end up being, the team, the National League team, would be able to select from the other 15 rosters whichever player they want. Then after that player gets selected, the team gets to protect two or three more players. And then the team selects someone else, and that team gets to select back two or three more players and then they select somebody else etc 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 on down the line so you might lose one player that you kind of don't really want to lose but uh after a certain point it's a case of they're selecting a relief pitcher they're selecting a relief pitcher and he might be he might end up being really good but, you know, if it were right now and the Cubs were going to be losing some players in an expansion draft, which they're not going to because there's not an expansion draft right now, but you'd protect the obvious players. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Wilson Contreras, Kyle Hendricks. Um, hmm, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the obvious players. Uh, and... Each time a player would get selected, then you could protect two more. So it could be like a Manny Rodriguez gets selected. You don't want to lose Manny Rodriguez in an expansion draft, but if you end up losing a Manny Rodriguez in an expansion draft, then you adjust. You know, it's like, oh, okay, well, we lost a right-handed pitcher with some upside, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, well, now we deal with it and we carry on. <sighs> Takes a breath. Now, with the draft usually occurring at about the same timeline. The 69 draft in 68 was in mid-October. The 92 and 97 expansion drafts were in mid-November. Mid-November, mid-November. It's an important time to remember. Mid-November is just before teams have to submit their names to protect players for the 40-man roster. Just before teams have to submit names for the 40-man roster. One other thing to mind is if a player has a no-trade clause, 
he must be protected. If a player has a no-trade clause, he must be protected. It's not permitted to have, to use a name, Jason Hayward on the list of players who can be selected when really he can't be because he has a no-trade clause, so he can't be selected. So if it were to get to a point where the Cubs had to submit their roster right now, Jason Hayward would be on the list of 15 players that would have to be protected. Jason Hayward would have to be one of those 15 as of right now because he has a no-trade clause. Full breath. <sighs> okay, now, 2022, there will not be an expansion draft. There will not be. It will, at least not during the season. Um, it just completely won't happen. I doubt there will be one next offseason. I doubt there will be one next November. I don't see the global finances being to the point where it would make sense for owners to have a an expansion draft in 20, November of 2022. I don't see that happening. Could there be an expansion draft in November of 2023? Now there, that kind of might make sense. That kind of might make sense. It doesn't have to go, you know, it doesn't have to get announced right now, right now, right now, right now. But that would be one way for the owners to get a whole bunch more money from whoever is getting teams. Because whoever is putting in for the National League franchise and the American League franchise would have to pay a whole bunch of money, and the money would go to the current owners. So that would be one way for current owners to get a whole bunch of money and bring in a team to bring the Major League Baseball team total up to 32, which is where it should be anyway. It really should be eight four-team divisions or four eight-team divisions or something like that. I think it'll probably be eight four-team divisions. And, for instance, the Cubs will play a whole bunch of games against the Cardinals, the Brewers, and somebody else. You know, I, I don't know if it would be Cincinnati, if it would be... Colorado. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who the I don't know who the fourth team would be, but I would imagine St. Louis, Chicago, and Milwaukee will all be in the same division. I'd pencil in Cincinnati, but possibly, 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 possibly it could be Colorado, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it might be. So okay. I'm gonna take another breath now. Um, I'm trying to provide information that is interesting to you. Hopefully I'm doing so. I know I haven't been doing nearly as many podcasts as usual, but there's just not a whole lot going on. There's just not much playing, so I haven't been doing many. If I'm doing a decent enough job, hit like, hit share, hit follow, hit all that kind of stuff. It brings my uh, podcast up more likely when somebody starts looking for Cubs podcasts, all that kind of stuff. If I'm doing my job well, hit like, hit share, hit follow, hit subscribe, share a link with a friend, all that kind of stuff. 
And if I'm really, really doing well between Anchor or Patreon, feel free to contribute something to the uh, to the jar. Okay, since we have decided, based on history, probably, 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 any expansion draft would be in mid-November. What does that mean? That means is... If you have a player who, I'm going to use Brennan Davis. I'm going to use Brennan Davis for an example. Because Brennan Davis is absolutely the ideal example of what I'm going to talk about. Absolutely the ideal person to talk about for what I want to say. Brennan Davis is going to be a player that if, there is an expansion draft, and he is on the 40-man roster. The Cubs are going to want to have him as one of the 15 protected players. Let's say he comes up and he does okay. He's going to be one of those guys that they're going to want to protect. What if he comes up and he does poorly? He's still going to be one of those guys they're going to want to protect. What if he comes up and he does really well? They're still going to want to keep him up. They're still going to want to protect him. However, there's one other option. What happens if, and I've already said, I don't think there will be an expansion draft in November of 2022. But just for argument's sake, let's say baseball decides with the collective bargaining agreement, all this, all that, all the other thing, this is when players become free agents, this is how the draft is done, this is how the international spending is going to be done all that kind of stuff and oh by the way owners are going to have an expansion draft in november of 2022 so that the owners can get more money from new investors and the owners can make a whole lot of money from those new investors as they get ready to pound on those teams in, as expansion teams in the near future. Okay, let's say, for example, there is going to be a an expansion draft in November of 2022. I don't think there's a shot in the world that'll happen, but for the rest of this podcast, let's assume there's going to be an expansion draft in November of 2022. And the expansion draft will be on... November 17th or November 18th. Those are the two presumptions for the rest of this episode of the podcast. There will be an expansion draft in Major League Baseball in November of 2022, and it will be on like the 17th or 18th of November. Okay, well, I, I, I can hear a bunch of you saying, I, I, so what? But there are a couple of you who are nodding. You get it. You see. You understand. Brennan Davis is not currently on the Cubs 40-man roster. He isn't. He's not. Since he's not on the 40-man roster as of right now, if the expansion draft were to happen oh, tomorrow, he wouldn't have to be protected. Why not? Because he's not on the 40-man roster. If the 2022 season progresses, 
Brennan Davis gets called up in August, plays a while, maybe stays up the whole time, maybe goes back down to Iowa, whichever, whatever, not really a problem. Then when it gets to November, when it gets to mid-November, the Cubs are going to submit their list of 15 names of players who will be protected, and Brennan Davis would be on that list. Why? Because the Cubs don't want to lose him and because he's on the 40-man roster. If a player is on the 40-man roster, he is eligible to get selected. However, if the player is not on the 40-man roster, he is not eligible to be selected. So, for instance, let's say it's Portland that's the National League franchise, just for, for, for kicks and grins. Portland is the team in the National League. They're going to choose players. Portland has a squad. They're going to select someone. Portland wants James Triantos. They can't have him because he's not on the 40-man roster. He's not on the 40-man roster. He cannot be selected. Ed Howard, not on the 40-man roster, can't be selected. Jordan Wicks, not on the 40-man roster, can't be selected. So what happens if in August the Cubs call up Brennan Davis? Well, now he's on the 40-man roster. Now he's on the 40-man roster, so he would have to either be protected or made eligible to be selected. See how there's a difference there? Because he's on the 40-man roster, because he got called up in August, he's now on the 40-man roster, and the Cubs have to decide, do we want to protect Brennan Davis or leave him unprotected? Well, obviously, they would protect him. That's not even a question. But what happens if, what happens if, and you, you like to talk about how, oh, well, the owners and the players, they, they just ought to make nice and come to, come to an agreement, and nobody's going eh, to take advantage of anybody. It's a good thing. As soon as it's announced, there is going to be an expansion draft. Every single owner, well, no, not, not so much the owners, the executives. The executives are going to say, that guy that we want to call up and have him debut, we're not going to call him up. 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 Because we'd rather not call him up and not have him on the 40-man roster. Because if Brendan Davis doesn't get called up in July or August or September or October, then he's not on the 40-man roster. See how that works? And I hear some of you who are saying, but wait a minute, they have to be added before the Rule 5 draft. Exactly. Which is why the date is so excrementally important. If the date of the expansion draft is on November 17th or November 18th, it's an entirely different player pool than if the expansion draft were on November 23rd. If it were on November 23rd, all the players would have had to have been added to the 40-man roster by November 20th. If you have the expansion draft on the on November 17th or November 18th, then you don't have the players from that season who got called up late in the year. What you're looking at with the 40-man roster. As soon as this World Series ends, anyone who is a free agent 
is no longer on the 40-man roster. I'll use Chris Bryant for an example. Chris Bryant was on the Cubs 40-man roster until he was traded to the Giants. He was on the Giants 40-man roster the rest of the season, and when the World Series ended, five days later, Bryant was no longer on anybody's 40-man roster at all. He was a free agent. He could sign with whoever he wanted, but he was not on a 40-man roster. As the Giants were assessing who should be on our 40-man roster this offseason, Chris Bryant was not on said roster. There are important moments of delineation in the offseason as far as the roster. One of them is whenever the Rule 5 draft is, December 8th, December 10th, whenever that ends up being on the certain year. December 2nd is one time, and November 20th. If the expansion draft is before November 20th, teams will not randomly call up players. Hey, we're going to call this guy up because he's really good and we want to get him seven at-bats. No, they won't do that. <laughs> what they would instead do is not call him up, leave him in the minor leagues, have the 40-man roster as it was, and then <coughs> once the expansion draft happens, team loses three or four guys, two, three, four guys, probably somewhere in that range. Then after that, okay, now since it's November 20th, now we're going to add Brennan Davis to the 40-man roster. Now we will, because we're doing that to prevent losing him. There's no reason to add a player to the 40-man roster just randomly for kicks. Players are added to the 40-man roster for specific reasons. It's kind of the Burl Caraway thing. You don't call up Burl Caraway because, hey, it'd be kind of a hoot to have a left-hander that throws 98-99 on the 40-man roster as we go to the postseason. That was a popular call back in 2020. Well, as it turns out, Burl Caraway was nowhere near ready to pitch at any level in 2020. The Cubs were getting him looks in the alternate training site because they wanted to get wanted him to get looks in the alternate training site. He wasn't ready to pitch at the major league level, but that was lost on a number of people. Players are not called to the 40-man roster until it benefits the team. Adding Brennan Davis to the 40-man roster right before he would be then added to the protection list, that wouldn't happen. Again, I don't think there will be an expansion draft in November of 2022. Possibly 2023, very possibly by 2024. It would be a really nice way for owners to get a bunch of money back. So what you're going to want to be looking at, paying attention to, if there is going to be an expansion draft, who are the players that teams will not want to call up? Because, For instance, if you get a situation where um, Pete Crow Armstrong is doing fairly well in the Cubs pipeline, but if they would call him up, they would have to add him to the protect list. 
wouldn't it make more sense? Unless he's going to make the difference between the Cubs making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, wouldn't it make more sense to, now we're not even going to bother calling him up. We'll just leave him in the minor leagues. And then after the Rule 5 draft, or I mean after the uh, expansion draft, but before the Rule 5 draft, we will add him to the 40-man roster. That way, the new team coming in doesn't even get a chance at him. And when we lose three or four players in the expansion draft anyway, Pete Crow Armstrong, or whichever the player or players that, you know, might Christian, Christian Hernandez, whoever it is, they would get added, but um, after the expansion draft, but before the deadline for the Rule 5 draft. So yeah, when the expansion draft is matters because there are so many timelines that play during a baseball offseason. As the Cubs continue to prioritize pipeline depth, as pipeline depth is something that they consider important, keep your ears open for when there might be expansion then when you have someone on your favorite blog or your favorite wherever that starts talking about the expansion draft the question to ask is on what date will said expansion draft happen because last year 2020 uh 2021 the cubs um 40-man roster in October into mid-November was a whole bunch of players like Sergio Alcantara and have a Greg Dykeman on there. You have a whole bunch of relievers. Um, Davies had dropped off. Uh, Nelson Velazquez had not been added yet. Um, Ethan Roberts had not been added yet. So they would not have been eligible for the Rule 5 draft. I mean, they would not they would not have been eligible for the expansion draft. And since they were added to the 40-man roster on November 20th, they weren't eligible for the Rule 5 draft either. So yeah, executives are going to executive. They know when the deadlines are. They know when the times are that they want to get stuff done. And if there is a way to protect talent from going to the new expansion teams. The existing teams are going to take full advantage of the rules and having an expansion draft on November 16th, November 17th, no November 18th makes perfect sense for everyone on the existing teams, and that's what they want to do. Um... Nobody wants to lose a top five, top ten prospect to an expansion draft. Nobody wants that to happen to them. And nobody wants to set the new teams up with somebody who's going to be very effective, very useful. Um, so yeah, when there is discussion of, hey, what if there's an expansion? Let's talk about uh, if you were going to decide who the Cubs or, you know, whichever team, is, whoever's doing the podcast, who's ever doing the article, 
which which 15 royals would you protect? All that kind of stuff. Again, ask the question, when is the draft happening? Because when the draft is happening, a lot of people would have said, the Cubs ought to protect Rizzo, the Cubs ought to protect Bryant, the Cubs ought... But they were gone. They were gone before the draft would have happened. So, yeah, if you're going to talk about who the Cubs would protect, if there were going to be a draft in the next, well, <laughs> last November then you're probably looking at protecting Schwindel and protecting Patrick Wisdom and protecting Kyle Hendricks, protecting Wilson Contreras. But if it ends up being a situation of where the expansion draft is in November of 2022 or November of 2023 or November of 2024, then you're basing your answer, your assessment, your um, how you're... Uh, creating a solution, you're basing that on who is on the roster at that time, not as of right now. <sighs> a little bit of a heavy topic tonight. Um, but it, like I say, I, I had been thinking about it, but I hadn't gotten around to checking when were the most recent um, expansion drafts. And it looks like the existing owners want to have the expansion draft in mid-November, so that once you end up losing two or three players in the expansion draft, right after you lose those two or three players, then you can, um, then you can add, add players who are going to be Rule 5 draft eligible anyway. So, for instance, for a team like Tampa, who had a huge crunch as far as their roster, they might have been in a decent situation because they might have lost two or three players in the expansion draft. And with the two or three players that they lost in the expansion draft, that would have given them more cover as far as two or three more roster spots to add to protect new additional players. So yeah, I would imagine if there is an expansion draft in the next two, three, four years. It will probably be in mid-November, right before the November 20th deadline for adding players to exempt them from the Rule 5 draft. Why? Because that would be very helpful for the existing teams and not helpful for the incoming teams. So now you know what research I've done on the expansion draft. If you have any questions, ask me. Uh, Facebook, Tim815, you can answer through here. Shoot me a question through here. Um, the expansion draft, I think there will be an expansion draft within the next five years. It's a good way for owners to get paid back, and it's a good way to get from a somewhat unwieldy 30 teams to a very balanced 32. So yeah, I... I there are a couple steps that have to be hurdled over still, but um, at some point next two, three, four, five years, there probably will be an expansion draft, and it will probably be in late November, uh, mid-November, not late November, mid-November, because that is the most convenient time for the existing teams. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day. Stay warm, all that kind of stuff, and I'll talk to you soon.